Hey, Cassidy, Sergeant. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy, I got to stop you right there. What is that? In the what? distance. What? Do you hear that? Uh, I hear something. It sounds like judgment. Okay. It sounds like jurying. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like executioning. Slice. It can only be one thing. Samuel Kingma is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. My gavel is made of <laughs> over 10 billion triangles. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly rendered in Unreal Engine 5. Mm -hmm. Sam Kingma, judge, jury, executioner of Gone Gold. He's with us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Praise him. Believe in him. This is a very special show, if you couldn't what tell. What a week. What a week to come on. All, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Nothing but game news this week. <laughs> yeah. But, but big game news? We'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one, of Triangles, the, one of the three video game companies said something, which is the only reason we do this podcast. <laughs> I think that's a win, considering everything. All right, let's talk about Arthur for 20 minutes again. I know, we don't have to talk yeah. about Arthur today. Holy shit. I want to talk about a gay rad wedding this episode. <laughs> anyway, been, anything you want to know. Who's the anniversary? Was a, yeah, four-year anniversary. Yeah. The, the one-year anniversary. Oh, was it one year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Arthur's not that progressive. I was trying to dissect <laughs> that that uh, shot, by the way, because there was a shot of them walking down the aisle, and there were the two sides. I think maybe Mr. Ratburn's parents are are a uh, uh, same-sex lesbian couple wow somebody somebody correct me if i'm if i'm wrong which yeah, i just thought was an here. interesting choice yeah, again yeah. very progressive arthur i love that it's like an easter egg for the mr ratburn's lore yeah let's let's jump into the arthur lore this episode yeah yeah, yeah. what do you want to know lore master sam kingman here who has That's my side job which one has dyslexia uh, that would be dyslexia. That would be George Lundgren had just had dyslexia. <laughs> that's right. What that's kind right. of animal is he? George Lundgren. Uh, he's a he's got antlers. I think he's a deer. Oh, okay. Fuck. I re I, I remember deer. that character. Once you said okay, I'm there. Deer I definitely so thought it was people. Binky. I, I would have bet money on Binky. Binky's thick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. you aardvarks out there, if you couldn't tell, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest video game and Arthur podcast on the internet. I'm your host Andrew Street. You heard him there, Cassidy Sargent. Sometimes the triangles are so small, they just look like colors. Whoa. I love it. Cassidy, would you live in Unreal Engine 5? <laughs> <laughs> I, w I, wish that, I wish that I could get in a Willy Wonka type machine, except instead of being teleported into a, you know, a, mm -hmm. a television, I would be teleported into uh, uh, Jeff Keighley's Unreal Engine 5 running on the PS5. <laughs> I like this hard drive BuzzFeed quiz. Which video game engine are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely the hedgehog engine for sure. <laughs> what was the main engine used on the Dreamcast, Sam? What was the most popular video game engine at the time? The most popular video game engine of the Dreamcast era? Oh, God, I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's what you yeah. are. The hedgehog engine. Cassidy, it yes. would be a real shame if, uh, you know, tomorrow, like, you woke up, they unplugged you, you realized the house is still being built, you were in an Unreal Engine 5 house tour. <sighs> That's they dynamic lighting right there, you. baby. No, so oh, you had yes. me in the first half. You said it would be unfortunate if they were to unplug you, and I don't think that would be that bad. I wish someone would unplug me. Mm -hmm. I would Honestly. put a plug on you, dude, even if you didn't ask me to. 
That's nice of you, man. Thanks. Speaking of dynamic lighting, you heard him there, Elmer Gordado. Dude, count him. One, two, mm. three, mm. a million triangles? No. More triangles. More triangles than you even knew existed. More. Mm. Bigger. I need it. Bigger. Speaking Bigger. of triangles, we got our very own Donald Mustard here with us tonight, Robert Mackey. Oh, boy. I hear Sam Kingma himself is rendered on a PS5. Mm. Uh, Playing in real time. Yeah. (laughs) There's no load screens for Sam Kingma. Yeah, his SSD is way ahead of current gaming PCs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is Donald Mustard the purple-haired Mohawk guy? Uh, He's the Popeyes guy. (laughs) What? I thought Donald Mustard was like a Civil War general. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who Donald Donald Mustard Mustard is. I want to make it clear that everyone is confused. Yeah, Donald Mustard's the epic guy. Hey, Alexa, who's Donald Mustard? He has the... He drank the Popeyes. (laughs) The Popeyes guy? Yeah, during the... Like the the chicken sandwich or the the spinach guy? Okay, this this is the guy I thought it was. He had a... Yeah, he has bad hair. (laughs) During the Unreal Engine reveal... With Jeff Keighley, he was in his house, and then he took a sip of the Popeye's cup, didn't he? No, Jeff Keighley, no, I thought that was Tim, Tim Sweeney. Tim Sweeney. Oh, about. you idiot. I'm, who, I'm the fuck, who the fuck is Donald Mustard? There is Donald, a Donald Mustard. Donald Mustard executive, executive producer on Fortnite. He was yeah, he on Video Shadow Game Complex. Oh, okay. For He's me. got a net worth of $10 million. Okay. Sorry, yes. I mixed up my Epic yeah. executives. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Creative director at Epic Games. Yeah. So he's making a lot of money right now. Sam Kingma, welcome to the show. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Thank you for having me. It's good to be on in such a busy, busy week. Lots of fun stuff. Lots oh, of yeah. fun stuff this week. And we managed to talk about Arthur for three minutes still. <laughs> <laughs> no special treatment for our guests. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Atherton, welcome to the show. Uh, I heard that if you search the dark web, you can find the David Cage edit of the tech demo. Uh, let's not get into it, but there are no clothes involved. A lot of tits. How many triangles Sick. does it take to make one nip? Oh, millions and millions of triangles. Wait, Depends so did we all resolution. see the, Did we all see the David Cage tweet? The David oh, Cage no. did birthday really? tweet? Yeah, that there that. was like a David Cage <laughs> party after like a an industry show and yep. he was just they were just playing all the sex scenes from his games <laughs> on repeat on a giant <laughs> that, screen. Yeah, that's awesome. I did not know about this. I think that's, that's incredible. Funny. I think that's almost undunkable. Because that's uh, a good uh, gag. You, you got to stop. You got to pop the brakes on the Sony pony. No, no, no. For a little bit. Is he French? Wow. Here's do the I, thing. Yes. Do I jump off to those sex he scenes? thinks it's funny. No, he no, no. That's what I'm saying. Funny. And that's that what I'm saying. Not funny. Oh, I think it's funny that people played it. Ellen Page nude against her will. Yes, that's not cool. I don't think those sex scenes are good, to be clear. What I'm saying is it's funny that someone played them at a David Cage party because there's no way he thought it was funny. He definitely chose to play them himself because he thought it was awesome. Yeah, then he didn't think it was funny. He thought it was fucking great. Yeah. And very meaningful. He's like, this is how you honor my legacy. And within that context, it's not funny to me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Remember when David Cage said he cried at his own game? Very similar (laughs) to another Sony developer. You tell me you never cried when you're like doing your, you know, I see you. I see you working from home. Jason. I see you cry (laughs) sometimes when you send an email. 
Sean! <laughs> Mr. Atherton, you got something for me? Uh, yeah, I'm going to need a little help. I'll help you. Thanks. You're a gamer? <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Doesn't really come off with... Yeah, anyway. Boys, I'm in dead last place for Are You a Gamer? Prove It. I think I have single digit scores. Everyone else is in the double digits. So I'm calling upon my co-host Elmer and my guest co-host Sam Kingma to help boost my scores. All right. So this is how this works. If they get the if they get these questions right, I get the points. But wait, you made you made the questions. Yes. I'm not going to answer them. Mm-hmm. You and you mm-hmm. guys, this is for points. But Sam, I get Sam King of points. I get Elmer's points. <laughs> and, El- okay. and Elmer oh. this? No. So let's make this <laughs> fucking crystal clear. <laughs> Sam Atherton texted me, "Hey, uh, do you have Gamer Prove It this week?" And I said, uh, "No." But to my own credit, I remembered this week. But I was like, you know, we got Sam Kingma here. We need uh, all all the run way we can get. Mm-hmm. We can't waste any time. All right. Sam Atherton doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> Sam Kima. Sam Atherton I, I, has also thrown in the towel. So now he thinks he can just drop these rules on me. And this is what I'll say, Sam, Sam Atherton. I think this is in the spirit of Are You a Gamer Prove It? And I just want to salute you. This is not stolen valor. This is earned valor. And I'm proud of you for this. To give you a quick, this is the only thing I'll say during this thing, besides answering questions in your honor. In first place, Andrew Street with 16.5 points. In second place, Cassidy Sargent with 15 points. In third place, Robert Mecky with 13.5 points. And in dead last, Sam Atherton with 8.5. Now, to, let, me just, today, let me just say something. I yes. have, there are three questions for you gents. If Sam Kingma and Elmer get all of these questions right, I will still be in third place. Can I make a new rule? Yeah. If me and St. Kingma get all three of these questions right, you get to swap points with whoever you want. <laughs> it's like Mario Party. I'm here for it. Dude, okay. yeah, this is Mario Party rules for sure. Without, without further ado, I have three questions for you touching on the topics uh, that came about this week. Question number one. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 has arguably one of the best soundtracks of all time. Although THPS3 did have CKY's 96 White Bitter Beings, which of the following artists did not have a song in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2? Is it A, Bad Religion, B, Papa Roach, C, Less Than Jake, or D, Naughty by Nature? Let's give it to you. Okay. Robbie (laughs) says Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Cass? What was the third one? Less than Jake. I'll take that one. Okay. Sam King. Scott, dude. I got to go with, I got to go with D. And Elmer. Can you give me the first two again? Bad Religion and Papa Roach. Then what was the third one? Less than Jake. What What was was the the fourth fourth one? one? Yeah. Naughty by, Naughty by Nature. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Like the hip hop group. Naughty by Nature is in this game. Papa Roach. Questionable, but it sounds right. Less than Jake in this game. 
I'm going to say Papa Roach. Papa Roach did, in fact, have the song Blood Brothers uh, in uh, Tony Hawk's here too. Bad Religion had the song You. Naughty by Nature had the song Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Cass Damn it. gets the point. Less than Jake did not wow, have a really? song. I could have Keep sworn talking all my best friends are metalheads would be in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. But maybe it might have been a later one. I think one. it Keep was a later trip. one. Uh, okay, so Cassidy gets the point. Uh, okay, question number two. The Unreal Engine has been around since the release of the game Unreal in 1998. What 2014 game was the first game to implement the Unreal 4 engine? Is it A, Daylight? B, Dark Souls 2? C, Goat Simulator? Or is it D, WWE 2K15? Andy. Uh, the first one was Daylight. Yeah, the survival horror game. Mm-hmm. Goat Simulator. Okay, Robbie. Daylight. Elmer. Daylight. Cass. <laughs> Give me WWE. <laughs> and <laughs> Sam Kingma. Two K fifteen's too late. It's too late. I. <sighs> I will say this. It did come out in 2014. It did come out in 2014. Okay. Um, they always do that. There's <clears> no <throat> way it's Goat Simulator. There's no way it's Goat Simulator. I'm going to... Dude, I'm, I'm going to go with WWE. It is Daylight. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got it. I think... Do I get a point for this or does it, is it not count? Do I only get... If you got them all right, I could switch. Uh, I think you get... You get three points for me answering correctly. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, I think really wants me to come in last. Robbie no, gets I'm a not. point too, right? Because you guessed. No, Andy guessed daylight. I got daylight too. Andy I said goat simulator. Andy okay, said okay. goat simulator. Uh, okay. For no extra bonus points, uh, does anyone want to guess what game and Unreal Engine two debuted with? <clears throat> uh, is it not Unreal Tournament two thousand four? No. Wow. I don't think I could do a shot in the dark. I would just be guessing a random game. It yeah. is Doom Three. It is America's Army, the uh, wow. never National out. Guard propaganda game. Damn, I remember yeah. playing that right before I was gonna go into the military recruiter's office. Uh, also, is, that, is that what turned the tide? Yeah, I was like, this game fucking sucks. Yeah, the controls were horrible. This isn't yeah. gonna be fun at all. It was awful. <laughs> And uh, Unreal Engine 3, Gears of War, and RoboBlitz yeah, both came out on the same day. Gears of War still holds up. Fantastic game. Uh, all yeah, right. Is the remaster worth playing? I never played the remaster. Mm. The original been, I was thinking good. about it. The, the like, structure okay. of it still holds up. It's fun co-op, too. Yeah. Okay. Chainsaw chess. Just play Mad World. Dumb. <laughs> Mad World. All right. <laughs> and for our last question, is Paper Mario known for its soundtrack? I hope so, because it's composed uh, by Yuka Tsujioko. Uh, mm. And uh, which other long-running Nintendo first-party franchise has she been the composer for? Those are the only hints. There are no questions here. It is a long-running um, Nintendo franchise. Long-running Nintendo franchise. Kirby. Okay. Uh, Kingma? Yoshi's the first one that came to mind. So Me I'm going to go with Yo Yoshi. Me too. Okay. Elmer? I'm with King Mo on this one. Now, Sam Atherton? Yeah. I have a question. 
Okay. Is it cheating if I confidently know the answer to this question because I have brain damage and I read a lot about the Paper Mario history this morning? That's legit. Okay, then you answer right last, now. Andy. Okay. I don't know this, so I'm going to say Kirby as well. Elmer, what is it? Kobe. Fire Emblem. It is Fire mm. Emblem. Oh, wow. oh that been... makes sense. Because Intelligent Systems makes Paper Mario. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah. good. Uh, she also did Pokemon so Pacross. That one was for you, Cass. Wow. Slaps. Uh, yep. So I guess Elmer gets a point for that one. Ipso facto. I get another three points. Looks like I'm in first place, boys. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Are we done? Is this it? That's it. That was it. Okay. Cass got one point. Robert got one point. I got two points. Right? I'm yeah. not leaving anyone out. Okay. Cass, I need you to hold some numbers up for me. In your okay. head. In your mind's eye. All right. Yep. So Angie stays the same at 16.5. Cass goes up to 16. Robert goes up to 14.5. And Sam goes from 8.5 to 9.5, which I do believe still keeps him in last place. (laughs) It ties him with Robbie. No, I think Robbie has 14.5. I thought that's what you just said Sam had. Oh, Uh, shit. No, you're right. Robert and Sam are tied for last place. Yes. Tied for for third. Man, you you made up for some... Some, uh, <laughs> yeah, I crazy like how that worked out. I mean, all's fair in Love and War, right? But yeah, yeah. I just think it's wild some... that I'm doing as well as I am with the system rigged against me. <laughs> how is mm-hmm. it rigged against you? You just read the numbers aloud. <laughs> what do you mean? Exactly. And numbers don't lie. I read the numbers. Collusion. Hey, all, all it took was a text. all over again. All it took was putting a little bit of effort into the planning and production of the show. And guess what? When you do that, you're rewarded. Mm, yeah. I want to salute Sam Atherton with, you know, in the military, they play, uh, what's that song called? Taps? Taps. When Taps. someone dies. Yeah. Uh, in Gone Gold, when someone lives, we play this song. I thought maybe we'd get a Papa Roach cut right there. <laughs> Suffocation. We'll yeah. see. No breathing. No breathing. <laughs> All right. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, I got some bad news for you. Mm. You love him. You know him well. Cassie Sargent, he's going to leave us at some point. I'm going to leave be- you like right now. Cassie, before you go, I need your, <laughs> I I need your hot. We can talk about the, the big news week. <laughs> Cassie, before you go, I need your hot take on the week. What do you think? Uh, dude, I, I don't know. Like, is <laughs> I don't want to yuck everybody's yum. So I'm, it's a good thing I'm going. I didn't think any of the news was really anything at all. Oh, any thank of it. you. So there you go. I'll uh, you. I hope everyone has a good time I'll talking about you. it though. I think you're objectively right. Spoiler alert. But I think so too. I'll, I'll take crumbs at this point. I'll take anything. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. We just need something to live for. All right. Have mm-hmm. fun boys. Bye, Cass. Bye, Cass. All right, now that he's gone, we can reconnect America. Oh, boy. Hell hell yeah. (laughs)
I feel like we haven't had one of these uh, in a long time, you know, where someone had to go. Mm-hmm. It's been forever. Yeah. Wheels are off. This is a fucking crazy train. Man, so nice to What's, podcast without your dad. It's a crazy here. taxi. I know. When dad's away, the mm-hmm. boys will play. The kids will oh, play. Let's yeah. <laughs> get the belts out. Whoa. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move Unreal Engine 5. That's like the most... Let's move that to the end. That's the most nothing news piece of the week. Look, we're it, already... Andy, we're a, talking about it. Let's just fucking get it out of the we way. We can just let's get it out, out of the way now. Unreal Engine it's 5 first, is a thing that exists. Let's just... Let's move on. Because so it's wait, our wait, first glimpse of PS5 triangles. gameplay, Robbie. Before we dunk. Before we dunk. I'm not ready to dunk. I think it, they said some cool stuff. The technology looks really sick. Supposedly, this is going to make it a lot easier for developers, which is great. Yeah, everybody I, says that. Oh my god! He, oh, always the here pessimist. we go. Here oh, we go. No. So, so here, okay, okay, here, 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 here. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now what the biggest news piece to come out of this uh, conference, or I guess this presentation, was. It's the fact that they've changed their royalties. Instead of yeah. uh, 30k after release of a game, you don't have to pay royalties for using the Unreal Five engine until you make a million dollars in revenue, which mm-hmm. is great for indie developers. Yep, that is the fantastic. biggest piece of news to come out of this conference. I yep. think you're right. I think I think you're 100% right. I think that's awesome. Should definitely be the headline, but that's not how, you know, our fake news lives work now. But I do want to say, as someone who does not give a shit about, or not, then doesn't give a shit, but someone who doesn't notice graphic fidelity that often, it's not at the forefront of my mind when I'm thinking about games. I was impressed. Can I say that? I think it's really hard when things are this good to showcase improvement, right? Because it's so it's it's at such a micro level. Well, at least it feels like it has been that it's kind of hard to get excited about it. And I feel like we were talking about this earlier this year or maybe last year about like what this console leap is going to be. Obviously, we're not doing PS2 to PS3 probably ever again in our lifetime, but I I was like this this tech demo you showed looks better than anything I've seen before. Yeah. Every tech demo looks good though, and every tech demo looks better than the current generation of games. Then let me say this: this tech demo looks better than any tech demo I've seen before. Which, if nothing else, all I'm saying is like it shows progress, which I think is kind of hard to show with you know where games are at, the, at today. I think the biggest thing is like they've gotten devs excited i feel like devs are kind of excited about this i feel like for us they were like they were just like here's this pr- look how pretty mm-hmm. look how many particles the same thing when the, every fucking console launches right look at the particle effects yeah, look at infamous like second the, sun like another gdc like <laughs> conference that they that you know like the the playstation thing last month but they had a shiny visual to go with it like, yeah, I feel at, like this was more for yeah. the devs, too. At least there's something to get them hyped. And But I, I don't think I don't think this was for the devs. The devs know what this engine can do. This is yeah. clearly for the players. And the problem that, you know, a lot of the game devs that I follow on Twitter, they weren't that excited about it. They were more they were actually more trying to tamper customer expectations. Like the 3D art director for God of War was like, OK, yeah, this. Yeah, this looks great. But good luck filling a fucking 30 hour game with detail at this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this shit exactly. always sets the expectations way it's a too demo. high. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But like, I think the people not paying attention, right? Like, you know, you, you see this in passing. You're like, oh, my PS5 is going to, it's going to play fucking, you know, God of War 3 like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. The one thing that the one thing that got me with with this with this demo is because I, I initially pulled it up on my phone, sacrilegious, I know, um, but I just I happened to see it. And I pulled it up, and I, I made I wanted to make sure the resolution was as high as possible. And mm-hmm. I see that it's in 1080p and not 1080p 60, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, here we go again. Yeah, I was feeling the yeah. same way. I'm like, the graphical leap we're going to notice in the next generation is not going to be fidelity, but frame rate. Yeah. And please, please let it be frame rate because I don't want to p- keep I, I, I don't want another generation where people sacrifice where great game devs sacrifice frame rate. It's not going to be frame rate to make their game look better. Yeah. I mean, it's not worth it's never worth it. It's never worth it. I don't think it's going to be. I mean, I feel like Phil Spencer already said, yeah, there's still going to be games on Xbox Series X that run at 30 frames, which is a shame. Yeah. A well, the, the Ubisoft like Ubisoft come out and said, like, yeah, our target for Series X is like 30 frames minimum for assassin's creed it's like why is that your fucking target that should be the standard but mm-hmm. i mean game dev is hard i'm not trying yeah, to say game devs are hard, but i do think yeah. that phil spencer was like come out and said like yeah our target for almost every game at least every first party game on the series x is 60 frames 4k which is mm-hmm. what i'm about that's the next generation i think that's going to be the, the uh fidelity difference that people are going to notice between generations I do want to say when I watched the Unreal Engine tech demo, I watched it on the YouTube player through my 3DS, uh, <laughs> which really amped up the surround sound mm. with those dual speakers. You know, I think that, you know, Jeff Keighley's doing, he's doing, you know, God's work out here, right? He's trying to yeah. keep the positivity going. He's trying to, you know, keep it just rolling. No E3. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do something. So, uh, you know, if he's going to showcase this, so be it, I guess. I think but, as much as you like, if you're if this is what you have to get out there, if the, if the message, if you know, we know what the message of this is. Look at the tech specs. How can we show you? I think it was successful at trying to show you that. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, maybe something a little bit more. Um, you know, this was really good at highlighting details. It may be a busier screen with like. I think they did a little bit at the end when like the the you know the character was like diving through the fucking air. Um, you do notice that pop a little bit more, um, but it, it is what it is. You know, I think we're going to talk about other stuff today where at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't know. My opinion is dumb until it's in my hands, but um, I thought it was like an entertaining. I watched the whole thing. That's a win. Didn't necessarily watch the entire PlayStation GDC thing. That's just how yeah. fucking starved we are for content this summer. <laughs> no, I do. I do think even in a regular lineup, this would have popped a little bit. I thought, you know, I think I think the 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 God of War art director, very uh, uh, he very very interesting to also have that perspective out there and have that balance out, kind of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you should not be dumb. You should not think this is what games are going to look like one hundred percent of the time. Assassin's Creed whatever the next Valhalla it's not gonna look like this guys just get just get that in your head already oh no this the the engine's not even coming out until like the end of 2021 yeah I mean yeah I guess you're right Valhalla's probably fucking done at this point basically yeah but I don't know it's it was fine you can get I don't want to be negative but I also don't want to be like this is fucking God's will shining on me I mean it was just a demo like yeah yeah. but it was a demo it was a demo that was consumer facing like mm. this really was not made for the devs as much as clearly it was for it us. Was. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I do think I want to say like, you know, I think with news being a little slower because of 
all this shit. I don't mind these once a day little announcements. I'm fine with it for now. I'm jacked. I love yeah, it. I mean, I think like, you know, there's already the, uh, you know, people that leaked to this paper Mario are saying like, yeah, this is what it is now. Like companies are just going to tweet out like their fucking reveal. Cause like there's no directs and no videos being made with everyone working remote. And Speaking honestly, which, I'm, I'm pro this. Yeah. Can I say oh, yeah. that? Can I say that? Like, fuck, this is this is leaning hard as fuck into what I've been wishing for for years. Fuck all of this hype. Fuck everything. Fuck the system that we <laughs> have, like, uh, you know, lived and died for for video games for the last couple of decades. Just just when when is today the day when you're ready to tell me about Paper Mario? It doesn't feel like it because I was a shitty trailer, but Ooh. I'll take it. I don't care. I'd rather have Let's- this than like. Then Ghost of Tsushima premiering four years ago and finally 100%. giving us gameplay four years later. A hundred percent. That is a hundred percent what I'm talking about. Oh, I think God. that's Let's a get problem. Let's get team. juicy and dive in. I think all that shit's a problem. I think get rid of all of this garbage. I don't want to know about a game years in advance. I or maybe I do, but like, just say it. No. Don't make all this like, I don't know. Cause with movies, you just hear, oh, like Tom Hardy's attached to this project that'll come out in three years. That's fine, but don't make it a whole fucking reveal event to show me a fucking JPEG, Ubisoft. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I understand Scott you got a problem with leaks, but just, 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 who cares? Man, if you worked in marketing, you'd be singing a way different tone. Bro, I work in marketing. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Let's Tony Hawk Pro Mario. Skater. No, no, oh. I need to, I need to brace myself for the takes oh on God. Paper Mario. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. I'm hyped on this. I watched the full gameplay. I watched the interview. I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic. I hope this is it. They, this is the most exciting thing to come out of any announcement so far of the whole summer games fest. This is great. I'm, like, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I, I mean, think I, it was. Yeah. Did we have any leaks? It's only Did two. anyone know about this before it was Tony Hawk? T- yeah, only the people Tony Hawk texted. <laughs> he texted me <laughs> 10 minutes before the video. No, but that doesn't count. I mean, but like. I mean, this is a straight up real reveal, right? No, on I'm, the day. For months they've been saying a new Tony Hawk's coming. We no, didn't no, know no, it was but the a fact that it was Pro Skater One and Two Remastered. No, we didn't know that. No. We didn't know that. Uh-uh. Okay. Why is Lil Wayne in this game? Why is he? Because he's a skater. He's a skater, dude. Yeah. He you was didn't in hear five, his awful cover no with Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. He's gonna pick the world up and drop it on your fucking head. Damn, I love I love when Robert gets hip hop on us. <laughs> It's uh, so Vicarious Visions is doing it. They remade Crash. I thought that they did a great job with that. Hell yeah. They have a bunch of Neversoft people. Their team is built up of former Neversoft people. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So they were in the interview, they talk about that. Um, you know, obviously, they talk about like it's funny with Tony, like to Mr. Tony Hawk himself being on there uh, because he was very vocal about the games being bad. And about, I think, the falling out with Activision. So, like, oh, yeah. They sullied his name. Him being back, you know, they're talking already, like, you know, we understand that the games maybe haven't aged that well from like a physics standpoint. We're going to update that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I hope that's good. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, great games. They're no underground taking place in local New Jersey. Mm, (laughs) I'll concede to that. Pro Skater 2 is the best Tony Hawk game, right? Do we agree on that? I was always given the impression three was, but I haven't. I, my knowledge is very limited. See, I, I thought Tony Hawk's Project Eight was the best Tony Hawk's game. No, no one says that. 
Tony Hawk's Proving Grounds. Tony Hawk Ride. Tony Hawk <laughs> Tony Ride. Ride. It makes you feel Ride. like a skater. Yeah. American you don't like Tony Hawk's American Wasteland? I think bad. it'll be interesting to see what they do with the controls, because I played three recently, and the controls are awful. Controls are bad. So they talk PS2? about that. Yeah, PS2. Sam? Yeah, I think that just PS2 controller doesn't feel great after you've held a modern yeah. controller. Sony I mean, just doesn't know how to design controller, controllers. It's about the like, controls are start. bad. Mm, okay, like, controlling the person not great. So Andy, what did they say in the? They about- talked about obviously this game came out. There was no Dual Shock yet. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I guess the okay because those are PS1 games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they were like, yeah, we're you know. They didn't go too deep into it, but they're like, yeah, we understand these have to be updated for modern standards, modern controls. So they are yeah. looking into that. As long and as they, they don't do like a skate control system copy. No, it's going to be the same button combo okay. type things. That was the whole the, the interview was actually pretty interesting. Obviously, it's all marketing speak, but they were trying to like Jeff Keeler's pushing them a little bit. Like, how far do you go to remake this? Do you, how much do you keep the same? Obviously, yeah. these games are like beloved, but they're old. How much um, do you fuck up the hitboxes? Because we all played Crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I hope it's good. I We have no skateboarding games outside of like uh, Session and Skate XL on PC. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll take whatever I can get. What's the skate game with birds? Oh, Skate, skate Bird. bird. I hope that's Skate good. Bird looks dope. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that shit's fucking rad. It's going to be better than Tony Hawk. Yeah, give it a hundred on Metacritic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I'll I'll take anything at this point. But I also feel like there have been there there must have been some lessons learned, right? Like the last pro was it Pro Skater Five? Was that the bad oh, reboot? That, was, that game is awful. Yeah. Right, like mm-hmm. that was a that was so critically panned that I think we're in a like cash grab proof situation. Where like you you know now you can't just dump one out. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, yeah. obviously like it has happened. People have put out shit in this situation before, but uh, this gives me hope. And I th- again, I, Andrew brought up Crash. Crash the reboot is pretty fucking incredibly impressive. All things considered, like they made they they maintain the feel of the original, but it doesn't look like the originals. Yeah, it's like Dark Souls It's got now. fur. It's got fur. Um, fuck, I, do you remember that that Tony Hawk Pro Skater game? Remember they they showed it? And do you remember three months later they showed it again and it completely, it had a cel-shaded art style. They completely changed yep. it. Yep. That was it looked like they just lost their budget halfway through wow. and we're and like, well, cel-shaded is e- uh, easier. Not easier, God. but like you can get away with more when you have like such yeah. a stylized game. Did, did anyone uh, else play Five? No, no, I couldn't it's do it. It's bad. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Oh. Yeah, that's why Here's I didn't th- play it. Here's the thing. I remember when they first said that they were making a five, and I said very similar things to what I'm saying now. Maybe this is it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be good. Yeah, I so would. If, if, I would. Well, I would hold off. If if the remake is bad, I didn't tell you to buy it. Don't <laughs> pre-order for the uh, demo disc version. The cool thing. I mean, don't pre-order it. Period. Yeah. If I don't pre-order, I'm not going to get the fucking limited edition warehouse, the birdhouse deck. Yeah, I'm not going to get the warehouse. Pre-order at GameStop, you also get the tech deck version. Ooh, I want one I can put my feet on though. (laughs) 
But like just seeing that deck like instantly brought me back to when I was like 10 years old playing that shit. Yeah, like, dude, I'm going to the- go. I'm going to go put on my fucking element hoodie again with <laughs> the fucking thumb holes. <laughs> give me my et- oh, uh, give me a good thumb hole, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, no scrape. So, I, don't know, it's, I think it's cool that they're doing a full size like birdhouse skateboard with it. That's like that is perfect. I think it's cool. Oh, yeah. Sam Kingma, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Did your legendary green hoodie have thumb holes? No. Okay. But it might have had it might have had like holes from use. It, oh, let me rephrase that. It had holes from you overuse, but not no thumb holes like that. Commando were stitched holes. in. How how many how many years was this was this hoodie in rotation? I wore it from fifth grade until the end of high school. Damn. Hell yeah. Do y'all remember the yeah. element fiber light skate decks? Oh hell yeah. God. Dude. Fuck, just, what was it? Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, I was just going to say, I just steal so many of my fucking classmates' credit cards to get one of those. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. That sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> God. Paper Mario. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm just, let me just say, I, I woke up to your tweet, Andy. First thing I wake up today, my eyes are blurry. I have a pull up Twitter. I'm a horrible human being. Yep, same. And first tweet I see, bruh, in the Mario part, in Paper Mario trailer. And I watch this trailer and I finish it and I just start busting out laughing because <laughs> they did it again. They did the thing everybody hates and bitches about and they did it again. Is, and I'm just so. What is. What I'm just they, so happy. What they bitch it's about? so funny. What is going so, on? So let's. Robert. Andy, if you don't mind, can I break down the Paper Mario series it. to? Please. Okay, yeah, I, I think we people, might be. I, I think we might be on it. some. I think we might Paper. be on some different stances here. But Paper Mario is a game on the N sixty four. It doesn't even look like paper, but whatever. It's a super cute RPG, and I really love it, and it's great. Then Paper Mario Thousand Year Door comes out in GameCube, and everyone loses their minds. I genuinely think it's kind of overrated. There's a lot of backtracking, and I have some problems. I think Paper Mario with 64 is better. But people still love it because it's got a really unique turn-based combat system. Everyone likes the party members. Their twist on, like, oh, instead of Goomba, it's Goombario or Goombella, and they're friendly, and it's fun. Then Super Paper Mario comes out, and everyone gets pissed because it's a 2D ARPG. Super Paper Mario is, in fact, like one of the great Wii games. It's actually like an, uh, an underrated masterpiece. I genuinely love it and think it's that good. Then Sticker Star comes out on 3DS. Everyone's initially hyped up because they're bringing back RPG combat, turn-based RPG combat. Everyone hates it because basically it's just it's just it's like the new Super Mario Brothers equivalent. It's Paper Mario just with all the charm and fun sucked out. And then Color Splash was the same thing again, but on Wii U with just a horrible aesthetic. And this is the same thing again with a slightly different turn-based combat system. But the still, the the general like desaturation of what made Paper Mario interesting is why everyone is upset about this game. So, I think that this game looks like they might actually be listening to some of the feedback. I think, and I will say this, I think all of the Paper Mario games, with the exception of Sticker Star, are okay. And I think they have phenom- they're the best written Nintendo games, I think, across the board. Even Color Splash had incredible writing in it. I think Super, pa- Super Paper Mario is, especially, I think is such like an emotional story yeah. about the death of worlds, <laughs> about the end of the world. Wow. Um, but yeah. No, I just, 
I mean, I think the game looks okay. Uh, it's cool that it's coming out in literally two months. Hell yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. I like, I love that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm excited. I hope it's good. All they need to do for me is just do a better battle system. I also already think that the story here looks leagues better than Color Splash and Sticker Star. Uh, and it already has some charm in it. It's got some funniness. They brought back the battle buddies. Um, the spin mechanic looks neat. They got rid of the fucking cards from Color Splash, which were horrendous. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm optimistic. I wish it was Thousand Year Door, you know, remake or or along more like that game. But uh, I'll take what I can get. It looks fine. They put Metroid in it. I saw that. As a Paper Mario noob, never played one, never cared. You know, I used to have dumb brain. I used to not think, you know, RPGs, JRPGs, any acronym. I thought all acronyms were dumb. Mm -hmm. All right. Then slowly, you know, Modern Warfare 2 came out. I was like, maybe some, there's maybe acronyms, you know, mm -hmm. maybe there's something here. MWR. And then, you know, eventually played more games, grew up. That hasn't been a Paper Mario game since I've grown up in the last two years or so. And I think this, this, will, this will be my first Paper Mario if it pans out well once reviews start trickling out. Um, I think it looked neat because I've seen paper mario games and i'm like all right what the fuck's a mario rpg look like but i do think the trailer was like classic nintendo in not the good way like i that's what i meant by like i thought it looked like dog shit i don't think the game this because i don't know any i have nothing to compare it to truly right uh i just thought like the the trailer was like a little weird i mean it is weird i thought it was funny like it's quirky it's weird no, I, I, I liked how dark Peach it was. Is Peach a bad like, guy? Yeah. Peach when, is a bad guy in this one. Yeah, when it opened up and Peach was like, why don't you give in and like fold your creases? <laughs> I was so confused, and, dude. And Bowser, did you see liked little, it. Do you see fucking creased Bowser? He's like fucking punish Snake out here. Punish <laughs> <laughs> Bowser. Punish Buster. <laughs> punish Buster. <laughs> God. So yeah, I mean, I hope it's good. I mean, I honestly, the... Like King was said, the fucking Paper Mario has been like a goddamn absolute downward spiral. Yeah, so I want to know what what would sales look like without a hype cycle? Let's find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that's gonna be. I mean that that's I think the most interesting wrinkle to like my my vision of the video games industry. How much does does shit change without all this hype bullshit? Uh, I don't know. Fallout Four sold stupid well. Yeah, that's also Fallout. Yeah, yeah, well, this is also fucking Mario. Do, do, do not compare yeah, Paper Mario is, to this, Fallout. Yeah. I will, this is I will not, say right now with full Mario. confidence, Paper Mario, Paper Mario, like, equal to Fallout 4 in the, like... All right, well, now I just don't know how much more I can ask you on this podcast if you think that that's an actual equivalency. I, no, I just mean on like fucking uh, uh, social cachet. That's not right. No, Mar Mario Mario like, are people going to tune into a trailer? No, I don't know if people are going to buy it. Mario. I, I think they're definitely not because a fucking. No. I, I don't know. Fallout's also weird. Fallout's like a genre on genre on genre. Fallout game. is fucking massive. Yeah, I also think Mario TM is massive. No. 
No, maybe mainline Mario, Mario is, games. Mario as an IP is massive. That's what I'm saying. Mario I don't think IP. the paper paper Mario scares anyone away. But paper it Mario scares a lot of people well. away. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I think it's, I think well. most people, dude, are like me, where they just haven't played. Most of the people that are gonna buy Paper Mario are people who have not played a Paper Mario game. I will fucking no put my fucking limbs on that bet, which is an unprovable bet. But you know, <laughs> I just think like it. Think about how many people fucking own a Switch, dude. And you see Mario, a first-party Nintendo game during a pandemic? And maybe that's the true the true reading here, is that all sales during this time don't count. Like, they can't be counted or compared to other things because it is such a unique situation. But, you know, just think about how many new Switches in the last two months got put into people's hands, not only because of the pandemic, because of, but also because of Animal Crossing, I think Paper Mario looks cute as fuck. People aren't going to care what kind of game it is. They're just going to see Paper Mario and be like, that looks cute. I I think so. But I, I don't know that it's going to hit Fallout numbers. It's not going to hit Fallout numbers. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that they're not that far apart on the level of like comparison for does a hype cycle affect like how they're going to perform. They're they're pretty, I guess they're we'll have to wait and see yeah. in, in August they're when we have some sales apart. <laughs> I do want to say I, I am anticipating that Nintendo is going to keep this up for the remainder of at least the summer. Uh, according to, you know, I think VentureBeat has been the one leaking most of this. Uh, we won't get a direct until probably September. And okay. the rumor is that, like, they're just going to tweet shit out and be like, yeah, it's out in like a month. Uh, yeah. Supposedly Pikmin, Pikmin 3 remaster for switch Ooh, it's supposed to it was that's a yeah hey that's day one for me that is the best if if we're not counting donkey kong crunchy tropical freeze that is the best uh wii u game what what happened all that fucking super mario galaxy bullshit that the hype was building around it's still the year of mario yeah so that is i mean according to that rumor it was gonna kick off with a new paper mario that was a return to form uh, so glad they didn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Same team. Are you? Would you be excited for Galaxy uh, re-releases? Who, yes. who wouldn't Espec- be excited so, for Galaxy? Yeah. So here, so so I don't know if you guys caught this story at all. So basically, there was a story that came out a couple days ago about a, a modder named Unreal. <laughs> um, basically, uh, port he successfully ported Mario sixty four to PC uh, with sixty running at sixty frames a second and four K. I managed to f- get a file because I I have connections to the dark web and it was able to get a file to this game. Uh, I no longer need a remaster of Mario 64 anymore because this runs perfectly at 60 frames a second and just looks beautiful and is in full widescreen and it, it makes my eyes bleed. It's the best thing ever. Wow. But like Sunshine is 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 great. Again, similar situation, though. I really particularly just want Galaxy one remastered because that's such that's a perfect game. When I think of like masterpieces of the medium, that's the first one that comes to mind. Just succeeds and just fires and succeeds on every single one of one of its cylinders i think it's just so perfect it's just sucks that it's on it, it's on hardware that relied on a completely outdated gimmick that we haven't used in you know over you know seven eight years with being that being of course motion controls what are you so, talking about dude you didn't play all these uh one two switch God. but th- that's not the that's not the same kind of motion control oh you're right this is hd rumble we we mm. didn't have hd we had sd 
Yeah, SD yeah. Rumble. <laughs> yeah, but and that's and that's sort of the, the and that's sort of a problem with a lot of like Wii games of the year because they always talk about uh, with some of my friends about Zelda how like in twenty years from now like Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is probably going to be the the least played Zelda game just because it, it like you can't you can't emulate it and get the exact same experience like you can with every single other Zelda game mm-hmm. uh, until they remaster so, it. Yeah, will they remaster it? No, because it's not that good. But Mario Galaxy is that good and is worth a full HD remaster. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think you can you can make very minimal tweaks to that game to make it run very well on a controller and, and make it work and make it good. Yeah. So I, I really want it just for that, just because I want more people to play Galaxy uh, and so I can relive it too. And, you know, the way that they're saying this is that it would be a collection, right? Like a Galaxy yeah. 1-2 Sunshine 64 which is incredible in itself, but it would be awesome if they did like gave us the all stars treatment, put some fucking deleted scenes in there. Give us the artwork, put the Miyamoto sketchbook up there. Let me flip through it on the switch touch screen. Give me the bonus features. I forgot. That's what oh, yeah, had a touch screen. <laughs> yeah, especially especially. And I mean, like, I, I definitely want the all stars treatment, I think, because I think the rumor going around was it was going to be called Super Mario all stars, Two, which is like incredible. Mm-hmm. That would be but, so cool. Like, because I think it was what anniversary was it, Andy, where they put the games out on Wii? They re-released All Star on Wii. What is it? Are we twenty fifth now, or was that twenty fifth? Um, eighty five. Um, that would have been twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. So this is thirty. Two thousand ten. Okay. And uh, I think. yeah, what thirty fifth? Just what's yeah? What sucked about the 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 re-release of All Stars? It was like okay, you just package these games that are available for together twenty bucks. Put them out for fifty dollars on the Wii. That was that was not no no bueno. Yeah, but I'll pay fifty. I'll pay fifty bucks for Galaxy. I don't give a shit. Yeah, and I think you're not alone. I feel like those games are going to sell incredibly well, especially if they package them all in one and call it fucking All Stars Two. Like, yeah. Although let's let's be honest, you could you could drop each of those games individually for fifty bucks, and people would not people would be no. mad, but they'd still buy yeah, it. Yeah, everyone would fucking <laughs> line up like the sheep yeah. we are. If Galaxy and Galaxy Two get remastered, is is that it, Sam? Are we done with like what we want remastered out of the Wii and Wii U era? I know, like, let's assume Pikmin Three is confirmed. Yeah. What else? What if else we, are we missing? Because I know Tropical that, Freeze was a huge one, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one I personally really wanted, just because I think that game is just a, just incredible. I think Retro Studios is great. I mean, I would love to see. I mean, we we technically did get this remaster on 3DS, but I would love to get returns on switch and uh, Donkey Kong country returns in some way shape or form on switch even if it's just like an upscale to 1080 i think it'd look good and then the other the other big one on like we i'd like to see is i i would genuinely like to see like kirby's return to dreamland yeah. come back just because i think i just remember that one being especially good for kirby standards um but honestly like I, i'm very content with all the games we got ported from wii u to to switch I mean, obviously, there's still going to be people saying that they really want like Mario 3D World, and that's a decent game. And that's coming, um, I'm sure. It is. I think that's rumored yeah. to be coming. I, I wouldn't be surprised that comes. Yeah, I can see that Super Mario World 3D Deluxe World. Or Wait, I thought 3D it. World was already on the Switch. No, no, they they You're thinking of new, new Super, Super Mario, Mario U. U, new Super Mario Brothers 2, uh, which no, is, new Super Mario Bros. U. U. Which you, is which technically is New Super Mario Brothers this is, Four. What the fuck? I've never been more boned out of sixty dollars than I was for New Super Mario Brothers U. Like that game is, 
I mean, the same can be said earlier. Like the new Super Mario Brother games are like soulless. Yeah. I take exception strongly to, to the, the first one. one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, I agree with that. The DS one, and right? even I think Wii has some merit. Yeah. Yeah, but even even it's diminishing returns after the first yeah. one, right? Especially yeah. when you think about the DS. Like, I was t- I think I was telling Robert about it recently when we were talking about poker, but. New Super Mario Brothers on DS was like you could have I would have paid thirty five dollars for just the mini games. Like oh the, my god, the sh- I that shit love. Was awesome. I love no New Super Mario Brothers on DS is a game I genuinely love and thinks it has a lot of soul. It's just been fucking tainted by by the rest of the series, specifically two and you. And I mean, I I replayed through New Super Mario Brothers U when it did come out to Switch, just because I just wanted two D Mario back in my life. And it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's no, like, I bought it too. It's just okay. Like it's, it's brutally okay. Yeah. It's just like, why would I play this game? Is what I kept feeling and thinking. To, especially when you can boot up your Switch and play New Super Mario. Or I'm sorry, you can play Mario World or Super Mario Bros. One or Three. I think Lost Levels is even available. I mean, how yeah, you right. could play? Which are all significantly Mario better Maker. games. Like yeah, Mario Maker. Go too. play some of those levels versus playing this. Wiggler's Revenge. Am I right? Mm, Snakes in the Attic too. Eventually yeah, too. I signed on to, to to help with that. By the way, mm-hmm. All right, but now, if, on if only news. the director could do something. When is Boomblocks? <laughs> when is Boomblox coming to the Switch? Ooh, ooh, can we bring Boomblocks back? Yeah. That game fucking slaps. Yeah, Boomblocks is fucking great. Bring that to the Switch. Steven Spielberg is not coming back to games. You should. Let's get a. Can we get a PC port of Dokapon Kingdom? Let's get Pushmo. Anyone ever play that? Yeah. Can we get a PC? It's like uh, Mo- PC slash Switch port of Muramasa. Ooh, actually, though, was we got a Vita incredible. Port. Also, Vita are port. we getting a No More Heroes collection? We, we better. We fucking better. First of all, first of all, please, can we get No More Heroes? Both one and two, because those games are great. Uh, can we also get a remake? Can we get an Unreal Engine 5 remake of Deadly Creatures? <laughs> Unreal Engine 5 remake of everything. Fucking games are. D- d- does nobody know who what Deadly Creatures is? I'm not familiar. Is How it like, okay, sport? so basically... No. So you play as in the Arizona desert, you play as either a spider or a scorpion. I'm pretty sure I still have the EGM issue that featured deadly creatures. And you can do a suplex as a scorpion. You can like suplex a snake with your scorpion. Uh, Was it a fighting? It was a fighting game. It was a Wii adventure game. Oh, there what was combat, but it 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 looks kind of it still kind of holds up. It's got like a kind. It just looks so weird and like out of this world, despite being starring real insects. So we're having some technical difficulties. You know, it's work from home season. Yeah, people. Uh, we're all adapting to the pandemic. We're all adapting to the pandemic differently, and you know what? I think it's. It, I think we should all be aware. This is only going to get worse, all right? If we get stuck in this situation, they're going to begin to throttle our internet. They're going to try to fucking siege us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're taking right. the rights away. They don't yeah. want us to download Paper Mario. You got to fight. No. First, <laughs> you got to fight Apple for your freedom. Now it's Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. Go storm the Lansing, Michigan Capitol House. That's the only way to regain your freedoms. <laughs> Bring your rocket launcher with you. If you don't, your Gam Gam uh, is going to die. Homefront the Revolution 2. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. yeah, so good. So good. Totally worth the millions of red balloons they dropped into the San Francisco. Hey, river. man, it was worth losing a couple species. You don't understand marketing, dude. Yeah. You gotta Can we kill, talk you about Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima, we do saw we, the state of play. Do we have to, though? Uh, uh, yeah. I think Robert, it looks, it looks you good. didn't see it. so I saw enough of it. No, you didn't. 
the wind the, the wind guides you the you can thing. pet foxes to show you you got you got like basic stealth you have insta kills like it looks like the assassin's creed game i've always wanted yeah i yeah i guess we're not that far apart yeah. from yeah. Yeah. Where our opinions land <laughs> i thought i thought it looked cool like i think it's so it's so difficult because i don't know what the fuck i want guys I do want these just like, just tell me what you want to tell me. You want Shadow of Mordor. Shadow I do, of but War. we're not going to get to talk about the games we're actually playing and in the love with this episode. We just don't have the time. But I do think Ghost of Tsushima's presentation was just a mixed bag in general. Like, I get you can't get hyped. You kind of got to whisper into the microphone when you're doing the VO for that because the game's vibe. But... Uh, it looked cool. I think this is still better than like you know getting it announced four years earlier with like. But they did just a fucking did, JPEG and they, an orchestra. But they did. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm just talking about format delivery. That's all I'm talking about right now. Uh, I, do, I again, I'm with you, Rob. We can agree there. I think it's bullshit. We should not be revealing games too early. Not a good idea. But. I thought uh, I thought it was I thought it was cool to just get like a deeper dive. I think this is the most I've uh, this is definitely the most we've seen from this game, uh, and it, it looked neat. I think like it's one of those things where like you you told me a lot, but you didn't tell me anything at the same time. Um, but some questions were answered, and guess what? It looks like an Elmer ass game. You can change the, the color of your cape, <laughs> your samurai cape. I'm excited about that shit. All right, this is the kind of shit I care about. The horse looks cool. <laughs> no. Uh, the stealth looks the stealth looks good. It looks, you know, it looks uh good in the context of bad stealth, which I just have Assassin's Creed on the <laughs> yeah, brain. It it looks good for a sucker punch game. Can I all right. Uh, yeah. Andy, d- d- how would you feel about that? I think it looks fine. I think and this is maybe not a knock on the game. No, not the game. Absolutely everything, not. Why the does game. everything Oh, I'm about I'm Why I'm does yeah, everything look the same now? And this is because especially is. a problem. Well, this Let's, is especially a problem for fucking Sony, where you know Sony makes oh great games. God. They make great games. Yeah, they're all Sony. They, so, they make Sony the great, innovated they make a great game make, over and over again. Yeah, they, the they innovated in <laughs> okay. 2009 and stuck to the formula ever since because it is a very reliable formula. But this game is there's beautiful. no dad in this one. This game is beautiful. Okay. We don't know that yet. He could be a dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the game is beautiful. I think the like aesthetic they're going for is great. I think like visually it looks stunning. Music looks great. Like their dedication to like a samurai movie vibe, I think is fucking rad. The black and white, all of that shit. It looks incredible. I think the gameplay honestly yeah. looks fun. Um, you know, I, I think like it looks like an Assassin's Creed game, which like we haven't had an Assassin's Creed game in that like kind a of good one. A yeah, good one in Assassin's that aesthetic Creed and fucked vibe. Fucked off and decided to try to become Dark Souls and shitty. But <laughs> so my thing is that everything looks fun, but I don't I don't want it to be an open world. Go do this Red Dead Redemption ride the horse Assassin's it, Creed go here thing. Oh, okay. So. I think- I Go, I have sorry. I just have so Fun. I've been holding my thoughts in so hard for the last five hours about this fucking trailer, because I see this and I mm-hmm. fucking goddamn computer keeps freezing on me. I see this goddamn trailer, and I'm like, this is a game, this is a game with zero original ideas, and it hits harder with the ghost because 
in the last three years, we got Neo, Sekiro, and like a couple months ago, we got Neo 2, which have excellent combat. So when I go and watch Ghost of Tsushima, and I see this, you can play however you want, and all this bullshit I've been seeing for the last seven goddamn years from the same exclusive Sony puts out every year, and it's you can play it however you want. I see this limp dick combat from Assassin's Creed 2 on my fucking screen, and I'm just like, get out of here. Why, Andy, you brought it up. Why is this game open world? You should only your open world. You should only have an open world game for two reasons. Number one, you have interesting movement. Perfect example, Spider-Man. Great reason to have an open world. Getting from the act of going from point A to point B is worth your time. Yeah, you want a game that you don't use the fucking fast travel system for. Exactly. Or the other part of that option, option B, if you want to have an open world, is the open world is so necessary to getting across the setting or the message of the game that it needs to be open world. Perfect example, L.A. Noir has a terrible open world it would not work without it because it gets you in in the mood it gets you in it puts it gets you, in, you frustrated in, like a real police officer it you, on yeah, the it, beat. You, like that's a part like the game just wouldn't would not work in like a more linear format it, it, you need that open world to feel like you're actually a fucking la cop yeah. in the 1950s it makes you want to go fucking example, rampant on the civilians yeah or, or like another great example is like like mafia 2 like mafia 2 is about the melancholy of of how like mafia life like is kind of just boring most of the time and you have this huge world and you look at a game like scarface where it's literally called scarface the world is yours and it's like it prompts you with this big open world but you can't have it and that's the message of the game is that being a mafioso will not give you the American dream. That's the whole message of the game. That's why it's open world. Why is this game open world? You can't tell me it's for any artistic reason. Don't question it. It's part of the formula. Leave it be. But the formula sucks. But we haven't seen. The formula is not good. I hate this. This we keep letting it slide over and over and over again. We let it slide with like at least people shit on Days Gone. Thank God, because right, right. it was okay, a okay, ugly mess. But, King, but you have to remember this is coming from a company whose brand is so strong that one of the features they revealed for their upcoming exclusives is being Stone able to vault over environmental obstacles. And that okay. game is going right, to yeah, get we need 10 to, out we of 10 out of 10. Let me say two things. One, I think we are at a point, and I said this months ago, but like usual, no one listens. <laughs> there are like five original interesting games that have basically been repeated within the last decade. And that is... 85% of the games we have made today. Okay. I, I, I stand by that. I think we're hitting the point similar to what we've, we, we've, we like thought we were feeling with movies and then became true. Everything just fucking looks the same because fucking money. All right. So that's one thing. Say what you will about PlayStation's like commitment to, the one of like two formulas. <laughs> yeah. Xbox has done exactly the fucking same, if not worse, objectively. Oh, Crackdown 3 has not changed. Like Gears has not changed. And again, 
I'm not saying these are bad games. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying this is, is the state of games. Play, of the like there are, games. there oh, are no Elmer. There I, I, I do want to only so many kind of games right now, and I think it's a problem. And I think we do have like the salvation of indie games, kind of like trying to spice it up. Every now and then we do get a, a sincere gem for sure. But Don't forget like, about yeah, Unreal Engine game. Five. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's not going to change anything. That's not going to change anything. Sam, right. I know that you were, I think, maybe feeling a little bit different than us. Me? Yeah, I, did. I thought you were hyped for ghosts. I was hyped for ghosts. <laughs> oh. Oh, thank uh, God. I think the I'm exploration, like, the, just, like, the ability to, like, explore, like, you know, like, samurai-era Japan, cool. I think that, like, that wind thing feels very forced, it's like, oh, it's like I actually sh- that's one of the two things in this demo I actually liked. Really? It's, it seems like it was like, oh, we can't give you a GPS because they didn't exist back then. Well, because because GP because here's the problem with mini maps is you have a beautiful because I'm playing I'm through Need for Speed, Speed Heat right now <laughs> that you have this beautiful game. And all I do is stare at the goddamn mini map. What yeah. I like about the wind is it's just it points you in the right direction so you can get to where you're going. But it's also just vague enough to where it's going to let you be more willing to stop and interact with all the random bullshit, like the foxes and birds and whatever. Yeah, that seems, that seems so weird too. Oh, follow a Fox, follow a bird yeah. to a guy making, I mean, I'm not saying it's great, but at least it's letting you, it, yeah, at least it's easier to, you know, get yourself more immersed and you're not staring at a GPS. I mean, yeah. I want to play the other this. thing. I, I do think like, I, I do too. Like, <laughs> I'm going to play the shit as one, but this is day no. one. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know that I'm day one on it, but I think it looks interesting. Like, I think it does have some redeeming qualities to it. Like, it's not. And I also think like, if it is a refined Assassin's Creed game, like, I mean, I liked Horizon Zero Dawns and that was like, I think a better refinement on that formula. It, yeah, and that was my second point because I, I, like, it's okay, you know? It's okay that Gears is just Gears. As much as I do think it's a problem that everything is homogenized as fuck, it's okay if it works and it's fun. Like, I'm playing Shadow of Mortar right now. That's a combination of, like, three gr- good games. Almost great games. You know, you got yeah, Batman, you got Assassin's Creed. Maybe, I think Batman Arkham City is objectively great. Like, I think I think there's there's great stuff that gets pulled in and, like, you can make a good game. I do think we're at just a, 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 an interesting point where shit's got to change and we need like new, new fucking voices in this arena. I just want, I just want innovation. At the same time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to come. At least I think Shadow at some of point, Mordor and War have the nemesis system, which is still unique to that franchise. Exactly. Yeah, like I, think wa- a, I was talking about it today. Watch Dogs has, brings more interesting I shit to the table. <laughs> I got two unique games for you right now. Deadly Premonition 2. <laughs> you gotta play that honestly you gotta, though, you gotta play wonderful 101 you want to talk about innovative shit play in wonderful 101 there we go innovative game no sure. one bought it i'm not telling you these games and that's what i'm saying the indie scene like there are voices here and there that are interesting i just think this is a systemic problem across the board not a single developer is free from sin like it's just it just is just, what it yeah, is. I right totally now. think like I think 2019 was one of the most innovative years we've had in gaming in a long time. Like between Control and Death Stranding, Wait, and Sekiro. Dude, those games are like oh yeah, one other game is like Death Stranding. Yeah, Death's please describe on. to me maybe other Death games Stranding. that are like Death yeah. Stranding. <laughs> Control is a variation of like every game I've ever seen. Okay, like what? What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking nothing, about? You're the one that made the accusation. Game. 
It's a Control great game that didn't click generic. for me. Control is oh, not generic. We gotta end this show. We gotta end this Dude, show. Yeah. I do want to say. It is stealing from Twin Peaks. It is stealing from. Twin like, Peaks is not a is video taking, game. Listen, 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 listen. It is taking stuff that we're familiar with and doing a good job with it. And that's what this thing I'm wanting. That's why it's twofold. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. There are still good games being made. God of War, I think, is a great game. But it steals from like the same tree of five games. I'm How talking many games about. can you fly in? <sighs> I just want to have a conversation or not. Yeah, there we go. I, Fucking I, point I, proven. Thank you. God. I just want to say that, Elmer, I, I do basically genuinely agree with, with, with everything you've said because you're just right i don't know what else to say but like why why i am just so passionately fucking pissed off today about this is is simply just because like the homogenization of of where games have gone and where like big budget you know triple a games or whatever have gone is 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 something that that does not work for me yeah i cannot stand all these open world with like shit boring movement it takes fucking forever to get anywhere you spam fast travel the map is littered with a bunch of fucking non-tent if i have to climb another goddamn tower yeah i can't i can't do it anymore i think i think i agree with you in the same way you agree with me sam like i think like i'm gonna say one last thing and then shut up for the rest of the fucking show all games look the same that does not mean that good, interesting games don't still get made within these formulas. There's still good stuff there, but it is upsetting and alarming to think that even your favorite game is not that fucking interesting right now. And I still love games, guys. I'm a gamer. I'll prove it. But I think it's just like, let's call it what it is. All right. We can point a finger at PlayStation. We point a finger at Xbox, point a finger at Ubisoft. It's everyone. Like, this is just the thing. This is this is the reality. It's just not a reality I want to be a part of. And I think that's a hot, that's a fair take. I, I do have know, to I say, I, like I, I a agree. a reductive take on the industry as a whole. I agree with, kind of with Robert that, like, you know, things are a little bit the same. And, like, we Sony makes the same game and Ubisoft makes the same game. But, like, I do think we're getting cool games. I do think Death Stranding was... I a, literally just said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, you just said all games are the fucking good same. Game. You just said all games are no, the fucking same. No, 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 s- no, no. Listen to listen to him. Listen to me. That's the thing. You guys are just such fucking selective little fucking cuts. I was, uh-huh. Edit that out if you want. All right. Like just because I, a game said, is the same doesn't mean that it's not mean, bad. Yeah. Like I had, same, moment, same, I had a moment. I had a moment of crisis today. Because I had a moment of crisis today. Because I'm bitching about ghosts, and I thought to myself, and a moment of self reflection. I'm like, wait a minute, Sam. Sekiro was your favorite game last year. Let's let's look deep and figure out like why. And it's like because Sekiro, why what was nice about Sekiro is Sekiro is a breath of fresh air because it copied shit from 15 years ago. Like it's a return to like classic, like just a classic action game like Tenchu or like Onimusha without the, the fixed camera or shit like that. And what, and that's interesting in a world where action games are either Arkham combat ripoffs. Or are like stylish action games like Bayonetta, DMC, super complicated systems. It's like an it's like something different, something that was old. But as we see with Doom 2016, what's old can inevitably what's new and it can be a breath of fresh air. And I just want I just wish we just explored more avenues. Either let's revisit some shit that hasn't been looked at in a while and see what new spin we can take to it. Like Doom 2016 didn't want Secure did. Or let's fucking ball out and see 
what totally new shit we can do. A perfect example this year, Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Being a complete something yeah. completely yeah. new. I didn't even bring up Half-Life Alex in this fucking yeah. alley, man. But goddamn, that's the best wow. example of innovation of the past decade. It's just it, it, I just get very like I just remember like 2017 when like Breath of the Wild and like uh, it was Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Persona 5, PUBG, Horizon. Those were the game of the year nominees. I remember them so clearly just because look at all that shit like PUBG, like the, the fucking main point, the turning point for like Battle Royale, which is like one of the biggest multiplayer things around right now, like Breath of the Same thing with Froze. And I think <laughs> I think to finish his sentence, I think what he was going to say is... Breath of the Wild is the best he, game of the 2020s. That's I think that's probably true. Uh, I think... Well, I think that's that's a good take. But I do think it, it might be... Maybe the real problem, maybe the thing that unites this whole thing is just like industry-wide, like games are just so fucking expensive that it's probably never been it's probably been never hard. It's probably never been harder to take risks, right? It's, it's, it's gotta be all or nothing. It's got to sell really well. And I think it's just so fucking expensive to make a game that everyone is scared to try something new. Mm, I, I agree. agree. It, uh, I mean, depends. It all depends on oh, the games management. Are cheap? It depends Jesus. on the management of the team. Yeah, games are cheaper to make now than ever before because there are so many tools available to indie developers. And not only that, if we're looking at strictly AAA uh, investments, games are more expensive to make if you're making them at a rock star level. But games are also the most profitable that they've ever been. Ever. Games sales across, have scale. Sales have increased across the gaming industry exponentially to game development costs. Because we've we've found what works, we found the formulas. We got to copy and paste to sell. And I know I'm being extremely reductive, but I do think like because of how expensive games are generally, even on an indie game level, it's such a risk. This is the same thing in films and fucking everything else. It's not not a fucking hot take, but I think like that's maybe the reason why we're not seeing much variation. I do think like to uh, to Elmer's point, you know. Things like have to be the same because there is a monetary thing. But I do think we are also seeing the occasional more, I think more now than we were changes on the side, but they come in like weird places. Death Stranding, huge triple A game. It's weird. It had to have fucking Kojima attached to it to get made. Right. And then the indie scene is shaking things up. Like I Sekiro doom 2016, like these games do come along and I think they are pretty common that are like shaking things up, but there is that formula that it works. And like, we, we also haven't played ghost of Tsushima. So like it might be the one that shakes it up, you know? Right. Like I I'm going to say, I'm going to say one more thing and then I'm going to shut up for the rest of the show. <laughs> the only good game of the past 30 years, sea of thieves. Follow me on Twitter at Robert junior Jr. Hell yeah. That's the right answer. That's the end of the show. Cause I want to remain friends with these people and everyone's getting hot. Oh, you don't want to joke about Evo before we go? No. What the fuck is Evo? Damn. Oh, my <laughs> the God. Fight it's time. online. The b- Evo online is the fucking best story of the week. They're not playing Smash. All right, give me, give me the headline. Mm. Give me the headline. Okay, so 30 Evo, seconds. I'm timing you. 
Evo got Evo in person in Los Angeles got canceled. They're moving it online. They removed Smash Ultimate because the net code is so fucking bad. And they replaced it with them's fighting them's fighting herds, which is an indie game based off of the My Little Pony fighting game. It's incredible. Uh, people are going to people are going to learn by watching Evo online that, hey, any net code that's not rollback net code needs to fucking go. And hopefully we'll see a change. That's that's why it's exciting. I'm happy it's going to be a disaster. That for the street fight and the rest of the, the delay based net code games and people are going to learn how rollback is the future what Should is the, the oldest future? game being played at evo consistently the oldest game being played at evo consist consistently Ooh, oh, fuck. i'd have to i'd actually have to melee i'd have to mvc yeah, well melee not in <laughs> melee has not been there for a couple of years probably the oldest game i mean technically the oldest game at this year's melee is mvc2 for the 20th uh, anniversary yeah. which they may or may not still be doing because i'm not sure if they're if the online version of that game is any good, because I knew they were going to play the Dreamcast version. Oh, what a shame. NBC3 um, is way better anyway. It's the no, 20th anniversary the of NBC2. NBC2 is the best. Take the race. You can follow the, the show at Pause. Buy that merch, awkwardpausepod.com forward slash merch. Uh, will there be a show next week? Follow Pause. Stay tuned. You follow me at Street Super. You could follow Sam Atherton at. SmathXX. Sam Kingma. You can follow me at the Daily Sam K, but don't do that this week. I want you to go on your Twitter, in your Twitter search bar, and I want you to type in at Miku's Crack House, because mm. I finally actually have a podcast, episodes every Thursday. It's with me and my best friend, Miles. We talk about anime and video games and, like, being horny and weeb shit. It's fucking great. That's Hatsune Miku's Crack House. Find us on iTunes and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter, of course, at Miku's Crack House. Strong name. Thank you. Elmer Gordado. You can follow at Miku's Crack House at whatever Sam Kingma just said. I just want to say that he, not only has Sam Kingma finally made a podcast, he's finally, not that he has made bad podcasts, but he's finally made a good podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast I the that show. I felt really bad because I, I had followed it, but I just wasn't listening because I'm depressed, problems, but so I listened to it, not depressed, fired my therapist, I feel better. Mickey's Crack House will help you fire your therapist. Robert Mackey. Follow me at Robert Jr. Jr. for all the latest uh, gaming industry updates from someone who is directly in the industry. <laughs> fucking cash cow fucking fuck. Until next time, stay golden. <laughs>